Hey, everybody, it's John. And thanks to everybody who helps us out every week by going to patreon.com slash steal this beer and throwing a couple of bucks away so that we can mail beers to our guests and have some fun conversations resulting from that. So uh, if you're not already, go check it out. It's patreon.com slash steal this beer. Uh, as Cass says, a little bit goes a long way and we appreciate the support. Now, here come the sirens. Steal This Beer, a candid weekly discussion about beer, over beer, by a couple of guys that think about beer way too much. Hey y'all, it's five o'clock on Monday and we are stealing beer. I'm Augie Carton. Hey, I'm John Hall. Hey John, how, how are you? How are you, buddy? Doing Great. well. Yeah. Living Second the dream. episode in a row. We haven't done this in quite some time. I know. Kennedy's here. Cass is here. This Yo. is uh, this is a good day. It's a good day for for radio excellence. You know what's funny is I'm in my brewery sitting with our guest Jason Goldstein of uh, Icarus, but I had to walk away because we were echoing. So right now I am downstairs in my tasting room with a black metal cup of beer poured for me and jason is upstairs a safe distance from my echoes uh how you doing jay uh pretty good you know it's nice uh being in the taste room now you know i can describe the place to you <laughs> if you don't remember it from when you were last up here four seconds ago mere minutes <laughs> exactly. ago yeah um yeah, please, please notice the lighting fixtures as i'm sure augie will tell you about at some point very soon well, yeah, the, the tasty. I can't wait to learn more. Designed by Augie Cart and Light Pictures. Uh, so, Jason, well, let's let's give everybody the lowdown on who you are. But I saw today is a fun opportunity to address a couple different things, like um, collaboration, New Jersey laws, because you, I just sit on this show and bitch about them, whereas you actually have worked to make changes. But more importantly, let's start with when I met you. You were just come home from Europe and brewing for someone else. And then you went eight years ago. Tell uh, we're the real truth. Seven in January. Person. Sorry. We're, uh, the brewery's going to be seven years old in January. So okay, close. Cool. It was close. It was yeah. my sense. It was my gut. I feel like you've been with us. Yeah, years, but that's fine. So tell everybody the path of how you get to become one of the King hazy makers here in the NJ state. Um, I mean, I've been in the state brewing professionally, what, like a decade now. Um, like you said, working other places, learning the trade, you know, just built a great team at Icarus and, uh, you know, over the last seven years and slowly put it together. Uh, didn't expect to be a hazy maker seven years ago, but, you know, <laughs> but you that's do what you got to do lies. and uh, you figure it out. What, what did you What's want up? the brewery to be in the beginning? Uh, so I brewed in England for a long time. It's where I studied. Um, I really thought people would care more for like English miles, bitters, things like that. And we still got to like pepper those in, which is nice. But like, I don't think anyone's showing up for those. I think they're drinking them when they show up. But that's not what gets them in the door. Well, let yeah. me ask you a question. Um, so when you started, what's I'm forgetting the name of the brewery you worked at because when I met them, they were going to be called Blackthorn. 
but then they changed that. But what was the 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 brewery you were lead brewer, head brewer at ten years ago? So is that a Rinduin on Tom's River? What's you. now Tom's River Brewing? But what I'm saying is Rinduin tried to, and I think had trouble oh, because they yeah. really did plan to or claim to be. They were only going to do classic British and Irish ales, right? Isn't that what the job was when you started? Yeah, that's what they were going for. And, uh, you know, I you definitely had tried a, a, not, not the similar path. Uh, when, like when it first, first opened, we didn't have any hazies. I think you know, we had one pale ale uh, open with, I think, like a smoked Pilsner, a red ale, a Doppelbach, and a pale ale. Um, but as, you know, as you know, running a business, you just sort of listen to your customers and like, oh, I really like that pale ale. Okay, I'll brew more of that pale ale. And eventually realize, oh, this is what they really want. We can give that to them. Nice. Now, you not only have you done that, you've definitely seen remarkable success. So you start, we just said seven years ago. So you start in what I consider the you know, the, the second current wave of New Jersey breweries, right? So there was a bunch of us in 11, a bunch of you guys in like 14, 15, and then a ton more in like 17, 18. But there's no doubt in, if we, let's just pretend it's high school, right? Let's just say it's the class of, I don't know, 15. In that class, you're definitely seeing a ton of, you know, recognition, success and growth and doing all the right things. At how much of that is just a pivot to that verse your part of the world needed a good brewery and you you filled that want for them because when i'm down in your tasting room everybody there everybody there is from there you know what i mean like how much yeah. of that's going on and then i guess this is a great time to talk about building a new place over the last four stressful years in the most stressful state in the business yeah so i've seen some of those pictures of your of your new spot. feel free to go that way yeah yeah talk about all that stuff yeah uh you know obviously it's both you know we we've fostered a uh built and fostered a community by us you know getting a lot of people from ocean county monmouth county into our taste room um it was an area that was very hungry for craft beer uh and then also you know something that we built upon it you know if you've been to our current taste room, we're in the Lakewood Industrial Park, not the world's most happening place. You don't just accidentally stumble into our tasting room. Um, you know, most people don't yeah, accidentally find themselves in Lakewood. There's definitely no foot traffic for you happening. There's no like, hey, what's this? <laughs> what is the place yeah. right next to you do? What do they make? Uh, well, we got a dog food maker. So there's that. <laughs> They're nice people. Um, but, you what, know. What are those aromas like? Uh... A lot of dehydrated meat, you know, all that not for human, not for human consumption, fun stuff. Um, we got that. We got Amazon fulfillment. We've got a, uh, I don't know. It's if, if you take a drive through Lakewood, you uh, you'll see for yourself. It's just a different place. Well, yeah, it's different. So than we've definitely had to develop. World. Yeah, we've definitely had to develop our own community. Um, but you've definitely had a lot of success. Like I said, so I, so the story is, I mean, obviously I've been intending to get down forever, but it's always intense. And you're like this perfect distance for me where, how long did it take you to drive here today? An hour? 50 minutes? No, nah, it's, it's like 40 minutes. 
45? Yeah, like 40, 45. So don't mind that I was late. So no, but just right, just just the right distance where I need a ride home. <laughs> oh yeah. So so what happened was of all the times I've been like, all right, and this will be when I go to Icarus. My kid had a swim meet and I had a three hour window while he was in the pool. And I said, wait, I'm in Lakewood. Icarus has to be somewhere near here. And I wandered over on a Friday night at 430. And the place was, you know, pretty, there was an ass in every seat. You know what I mean? It wasn't like shoulder to shoulder five deep, but there was an ass in every seat. And everybody was drinking goblets of, of hazies and having a good Friday night. So I was like, and like you said, you're near nothing. So everybody had made the decision to come to Icarus at that point, which I thought was pretty impressive. Um, how long did it take I, you I to, to learn where this? Community? I had to learn where this pool is. Because, it's a uh, giant exactly, YMCA. It's the huh, biggest it's the exact same reason why Mike Kane showed up. Yeah, I bet. No, he came in but with the exact a... same story of his kid was, you know, at a swim meet. He's like, I found myself in the area. He's, like, he's been by like two or three times every time so, for, during a swim meet. Dude, it's oh, and to be, just look up the YMCA closest to your brewery because even by like YMCA standards, it's tremendous. Like it's oh. it's huge. So it's where a lot of the competitive New Jersey swimming happens. Um, anyway, what brings us together on Seal This Beer is a candid conversation of beer. What it's doing, not what we were told it would do. How it tastes, not how we were told it would taste. And how fun it is to drink, not how hard it was to get. To facilitate that, we drink blind out of black glasses. Now, what's fun is Jason and I are drinking the exact same beer, a floor apart, out of black tin cups. Uh, beer three, a can. And I did see, Kennedy, you, you got sloppy with the wrapping here. This might be why one blew up in transit on our last episode. But I know that it is a black can. That's all I know, but there was a peel down. It didn't give me any letters or anything pretty, but the can is a black can. Does that give you a clue? Um, well, I don't know because I left it upstairs with Jason, and I'm downstairs drinking it quietly out of my tin cup. So Jason will have to do the reveal unless you're capable. But, John Hall, this is just a a dryer for the style hazy, right? I taste citrus, like I it. taste galaxy, and it's it's pretty. It's aromatic. Doesn't taste huge. It's probably right around six and a half, seven, maybe even six. Yeah, there's but a it's fun the kind of beer we're discussing. A, there's a fun fruitiness to it, almost like I keep kind of coming back to, I don't know, like I, 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 I go, I get this like fun, uh, like tropical berry thing or, um, like candied fruit at some point, and then like almost like a touch of, I don't know, it's either. Venice, like it's 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 like grapey at uh, in some ways. So I'm you're not describing using Nelson. Properly. You're describing Nelson, but I think that's why I said galaxy, right? You're you're doing Maybe. you're dancing around cats being a gooseberry bush without saying it. it's 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 um, not it's not quite that though. But there is a little bit of like that diesel thing that shows up sometimes. Um, <laughs> Jason, uh -oh. of all of us, you're probably best versed in these flavors. What are you getting on it? Well, obviously, I was uh, drinking the wrong beer at first. I hear you describing this hazy. Were you, dry, and, uh, were you drinking the stout? Sorry, man. I <laughs> oh, most certainly. I'm like, I have no idea what they're going on about. I'm like, I get no, this is roasty. 
Yeah. So, so wrap this... your head around the wrap your head around the first beard. I'll so basically <laughs> because we couldn't be together, I decanted the beers into four cups mm-hmm. for us. Said this is this, this is this, and then to fix the echo, I ran downstairs. So Jason's alone upstairs with all the beers, all the apparatus, all the opening stuff on a table in front of him. So sorry I set you up for that confusion, but take a sip of this. We can we can drone on. Um, Cass, do you have it? I don't think he does. Sorry, I was. I don't have it. No, I know what it is though. Oh well, then don't talk. Um, So (laughs) okay. So well, because we're we're still blind, baby. Uh, you can't see. You got to get sunglasses like DMC. Um, so what do you got, Hall? Yeah, so I mean, I tried thing? it now. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what do you what do you think, Jason? Uh, it's definitely like like you said, definitely drier. Uh, I'm getting like a little bit of grapefruit to it. Um, oh. I would go more towards like the pale ale range, New England. So, like this is lighter. Um, definitely tastes me like cascade forward. Um, you guys aren't yeah. getting like that, like slight rubbery, like little bit of diesel kind of thing. Is that just me? Am I? I guess I I, I can see what you're saying. Like burnt toast. But, but and, if I was yeah. going to mention that, no, burnt toast. Call your wife. Yeah. Um. Exactly. But uh, so I, I forget what town I pulled into recently, but there must be like a diner at the corner of town. But I like made a left and got this whiff of burnt toast. I was like, here it comes. That's and it. Was, <laughs> Good night, laid, Augie. I, laid eyes on the on the diner I was driving by. So I was like, oh, 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 safe again. Oh, thank God. Um, yeah. So you stopped in for some eggs. Yeah. <laughs> so so what I will say is I like the structure of this for long term drinking. Um. The aromatic like open, impact. Like open it and drink it over time, or to have. Yeah, I think many I would. I think I would drink a couple hours. of these. I don't think okay. this bitterness, because th- there's a decided bitterness that I, I still. There's a green note to it I can't find that I'm hoping is your, um, galaxy fin- or what I'm calling your galaxy phenolic. But I I like the way it sits. I like the way it dries out. I I like the beer. Um. And it's dry enough that I would want to drink multiple, multiple, multiples, um, I think. But again, I'm drinking out of a wide mouth tin cup in the sour section of my brewery. So I don't know that I'm in the best tasting conditions. Um, So, Jason, the next thing we do is write a sentence on where you drink it. And I think the only place this thing can play is mixed in with a whole bunch of hazies as an alternate in style. So that's where I'd bring it is, you know, if you and I were going to plan our next brew and we're going to stick with hazy fuckery, I'd say, well, let's try this one too. What do you get here? Should we go this way? Does that make sense as like an example of what you can do in style? Yeah. I mean, this is like a nice day drinker. Um, You know, it's not often that I go for the lower ABV New England's, but like this is that a game changer you need during a, a session. Mm, when you I say like lower ABV, Hayes, do you want more alcohol in the ones that you're looking for? Or yeah, he's so not like, as old as back- me, John Hall. No. <laughs> yeah, like my background young. in craft beer, like I like I fell in love with craft beer drinking Belgians. Uh, so I love big boozy. You know, uh, you give me something that's you know ten percent plus. Like it's rare that I go for like I love nice four ounce like a twelve percent alcohol. 
triple, quadruple IPA. Like something that like puts me on my ass. I don't need a lot of volume of. So, yeah. That makes sense. Okay. When you drink these, how many are you drinking? Because I, I think the real problem for me is if it's water, I drink 50. If it's coffee, I drink 90. If it's beer, I drink 90. So kind of my life's mission has been taking flavors I love that drinking 90 makes John take me to Germany. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? And trying to recreate. So, so that's why there's boat beer. That's why there's the hook. That's why there's milk. All these flavors I love in big beers, I'm always trying to store it in a way that my instinct, like, and John, well, Jason, you've drank with me too, even in your brewery. But if I like the way it tastes, I just keep drinking. It's gone and fill it and drink it and end up in trouble. So wh where does your natural cutoff happen when you're drinking quads? Can you, can you well, sip yeah. one for hours? <laughs> oh, definitely. And the natural I mean, cutoff honestly, is usually when you hit the floor, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's like very different. Of if it's a full session drink, if I'm sitting like in a taste room, if I'm sitting, you know, if I'm camping, something like that. Yeah, I want something I can have twenty of. You know, that's no issue. But if I'm having something with dinner, with dessert, I want that big boozy. Uh, I want something I'm sipping on through a meal, because that's not where my volume's coming in. I get it. Makes sense. Yeah, I just, I just, like I said, it doesn't matter what I'm drinking. I'm just drinking too much of it. Um, can even be water. I've never had a dehydration problem in a marathon. <laughs> All right, so start sipping on beer two. Do you want to know um, what beer one is first? Oh, yeah, I guess we I do. do. So I don't have the can. Jason, you're going to have to open the can and reveal it for us. I'll tell you what it Justin, is. Justin, go ahead. It is from our friends in Chicago, Hot Butcher for the World. It's called oh, nice. Soulless in the Wind. They call it an American Pale Wheat Ale. It is 5% alcohol, and those hops you guys are describing, all from New Zealand, uh, Waiiti, Rakao, and Waibia. All right. That makes sense. So they're cool. they're all galaxy derivative near Nelson. Yep. That makes all the sense. That makes so it's a hundred percent southern hemisphere hopping from New Zealand on fuzzy baby ducks. <laughs> yeah. Is that Good right? Job hop butcher. Yeah, nice yeah. work. Like I said, I would drink the fuck out of it. Um and at five percent I'd feel pretty safe doing that. Thank you, Hop Butcher. Keep, work, keep working for the hedonists who don't know how to control themselves. Thank you. Properly packaged. Um, so, Jason. Oh, is, this, since... is, is that you, Cass? <laughs> Fucking Cass. Shameless. I didn't know that Guys, ahead of time, by the way. Yeah. We, we, yeah. Need to, we need to make my cans, some kind my of... My can's dented. We need, uh, my can was black. Uh, I should have brought my as, scene checker with me had I known. Right. Yeah, had had you, how could you not know if you're going to end up involved with Cass? There wouldn't be uh, Do checks. Um, so let's let's talk about collaborating while we sip beer too, um, which I understand your confusion already because boy, is this a coffee-driven flavor. Um, but so so let's talk about collaborating, right? Because I'm terrible at collaborating. I I never want to collaborate for anything other than wouldn't it be fun if and you just you're here because we just collaborated on a beer and you just did a collaboration at your brewery yesterday so talk to me about the genesis of are there types of collaboration you do are you always doing the same kind of thing and what are the more fun kinds and where's the best you know what's what's the best thing to come out of a collab you've done so far 
So for us, uh, collaboration is all about learning one thing. I don't care what that one thing is, whether it's trying out a new hop, a new yeast, a new technique, you know, a new fermentation technique, something. Finding some fun thing because we're all doing the exact same thing differently. Right. Uh, I don't, I don't care how it is in your process. I don't care if it's how you're blending your water for magic. I don't care if it's what time you like to add your hops, uh, what temperature, you know, anything. There's just so many different variables in brewing. So I want to just learn something, maybe also share an idea and then go from there. You know, that way, hopefully at the end of that collaboration, both of us learn something and maybe make better beer going forward. Have you changed anything dramatically because of a collaboration where you like, I don't know, I'm just going to make it up, but wait, what do you mean you, I don't know, I'm trying to think of something dumb that wouldn't necessarily be automatically make sense to me, but how am I going to create it? But I don't know. What do you mean you? Like we've adjusted the timing on our dry hops, you know, based off of, you know, we work with another brewery from another state, you know, they showed us how they were dry hopping. Oh, that's nice. You know, we'll test it out with. One of our base beers realized, oh, we like you know the results that are testing with some of our other beers. Like, oh, like, is it a major change? Is it something that you know try them side by side? You necessarily like you know it pops at you, no, but we like it better. Yeah, you know it's a cleaner process for us. Um, you know, it's something we wouldn't have learned unless we went out of you know out of our normal circle and tried something new. Was yeah. it a was it a is it is it because i don't know when you say that i immediately go to timing a bio transform hop addition like you know start one plate away from intended terminal start you know do it completely after do you know be in the cone when you move over like like what was how big a change was it in in your timing uh it was like a major change that we moved some stuff to you know, again, like one Play-Doh from finish, uh, move some things, you know, to post yeast drop, move some things to like day zero into day one. Um, you know, it's like adjusting something forward 12 hours, something back 12 hours and how we were doing it previously. Like do you nothing think crazy, the result, like, do you think the resulting effect is agitation of fermentation affected temperature rise? You know what I mean? Like, like when you move things on day one, I'm wondering what what the what the logic you've developed for your you know what I mean? What the what the sense you think I mean, you saw was day one will be about biotransformation. Yeah. Um but I think we realize that like biotransformation is helpful, but not the end all be all of New England IPAs. Cool. Like there's a lot more to it. We were putting all of our eggs in that one basket. Mm-hmm. Got it. That makes sense. I, I always, when I try to define, and it gets harder every day as we just keep changing, you and I just worked on a New Jersey IPA, so defining an East Coast is crazy. But the thing I think we tend to go back to palette-wise around here is just spread the additions further. Be it, you know, if you're doing a West Coast, go from 60 minutes all the way down to a 15, a 10, a 0, a Whirlpool, you know what I mean? And if you're doing it in in dry hopping, just, you know, start at Whirlpool or start in the cone and just, I just always like to, to move them further and further apart for layering, but who knows? Anyway, cool. So 
for our collaboration, I said, give me a recipe you think makes a big, juicy, hazy thing that you would use Conan in, and we're going to switch it to Kolsch and try to keep it fruity but dry it out. You have that beer in front of you, and you're tasting it for the first time. Do you see any anything to be explored there? I'm sipping on it while yeah. you talk. I mean, again, like Kolsch in an IPA is something new to me. It's something that uh, you know, my brewers have brought up doing before. I've seen, obviously from you forever uh from, you know, some other breweries like testing out like and it works and i like a lot out of that um so it's you know something we always like want to look into in a repertoire like do a one-off with some beer see how it would change it uh you know because it's one of the things that's not necessarily better or worse it's just different um i love any difference makers so knowing knowing what you know about this brew from recipe structuring and brewing that day and all that is there something so for me in this beer we're tasting and i will get to the stout team seal this beer i don't mean to be boring but for me there's something there's something kind of white gummy bear that's usually in the middle of a bunch of things that's kind of sticking out on this beer for me I'm wondering, in that context, knowing what you know now and having experienced this, are is there a beer that comes to mind like, oh, I'd like to accentuate that part of it, and maybe the yeast is what did that here kind of thinking? You know what I mean? Like, and I, I don't, I'm not saying you taste that same thing, but that's what I'm getting on this beer we're both drinking right now. Like, even though I know it's not in the beer, like I'm almost getting like a Nelson Sauvin off of it, that white wine. Uh, so like that that's like interesting to me how that's popping. You know, I and I definitely have beers that like I brew that I'd I'd love to like take that same base recipe and throw Kolsch into it and see hey if that was dried out, you know, what would we get? Yeah, it's it's funny. So if we do this together, I'll bring down basically my Gen four, Gen five of Kolsch. And the warning I would give you as I handed it to you is do not underestimate how voracious this shit can be because it'll take like a you know 16 plate of work all the way down like it never gives up which i think is fun but that's been part of the problem of controlling it for fruitiness right because when you dry it out completely no matter how much fruit the hops gave without some sugar they just end up being citrus um anyway so I'd love to see your thoughts on that when we play that game and what you do and if it works because it's a it's an experimental process I'm still going through. Let's talk about beer two. And Jason, why don't you go first since you've been drinking it longer yeah. than all of us? Yeah, no, I, I definitely really like the beer too. Um, especially now that it's warmed up a decent amount. Uh, I'm getting like again, it's very coffee forward, but I'm getting just just enough like berry to it. Um, I can't just tell if it's like, you know, a little bit like blueberry to it, but like it's very subtle at the front, but it's nice. Like for, again, what seems to be a somewhat lower ABD stout, like with just enough roast to it, it's super well-rounded. I like that note. So yeah. I would, I definitely wouldn't call it well-rounded because the coffee so dominates what's going on for me. Like, I'd almost put punctuation between the word coffee and the word stout, like a semicolon or something like coffee <laughs> stout. But, um, yeah. yeah, but I do like the way it drinks. 
And I don't think it's just coffee, which would be the same thing, but a critique. You know, it's still a beer. You know what I mean? My problem with things like this is when you push them so far that I could have just had a really good coffee. You know what I mean? I don't think it got any barrel. Paul, do you want to throw in here? I think this is uh, just a... Yeah, I'm not I'm not picking up on any wood uh, in this, but yeah, the... The coffee is so pronounced, but it does have that dusty berry thing um, that Jason was talking about that I that 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 I really do dig off of this. Like it has, I don't know. It, I I know I use this note now and again when I'm talking about coffee beers, but it feels like this is a quick check coffee that's been on the burner for well past uh, seven hours. Like it has that really intense uh, <laughs> deep roast, like a little bit of bitterness, but um, you know, the base beer and a little bit of that sweetness that that's, that's in there from the malts um, totally saves it from going off of the deep end, which, which but I really did. Like, so, so I think this is the connection like I the have. The deep end of bitterness. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I, so if it's not identified as a Russian, I think it should be um, because what made Russian Imperials to me back in the day before everybody started putting ice cream in them was that there was a decided and respectable to them. Um, I think that the coffee is Augie breaking up or are my headphones Good. doing something weird? No, Augie's breaking up. Augie, you there? Sorry. Hold on, sorry. I was uh, I was pacing. Can you hear me now better? Yeah, that's better. Sorry about getting, that. Getting um, your steps in on the podcast, nice job. <laughs> no, I just, I had drank enough. It was kind of opining and thinking and went for a little meander around the barrels. Um, <laughs> uh, but so what I'm saying is I feel like a decent 60-minute hop edition and that bitterness is what's tying it coffee to beer for me when I say it's still a beer, not just coffee. Um, which is fun because one of the things I wanted to ask Jason about was his Russian Imperials. So let's put this to bed and then we'll move on to yeah. what your is stout game. Justin. Justin, what is it? Uh, this is from uh, Montreal. This is from a brewery called Due to CL, it is oh, yeah. Mortel. Oh. I'm sure you guys know this beer. It's which one? Uh, Pesh Mortel. Oh, yeah. I've, I've heard of it. Imperial it Stout Brewed with Coffee. It's 9.5%. 9.5%. Yeah. So Sub 10. Huh. Yeah, so Jason's not low like, key. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, Jason, tell so us here's about the thing, your though, like, program. I want to first go back to the sometimes like a seven and a half hour old quick check coffee like burnt to a crisp it's that spot that you need oh yeah so like i am all about that you know leftover coffee life uh, as much as i love fresh good coffee I, I do go for that burnt coffee so which is maybe why i did like this so much um but yeah i, I can talk about uh our stouts um your yeah, best known is are... called Kalishnikov, right? Am I wrong on that? Yeah. I don't want to be wrong since you're a friend and neighbor, but that's what I remember. But you, so she's a go roll. Will you stop pacing? Every beer. Or are you in the cold room? Where are you? 
Um, and you see, he's at your brewery now, Jason. So (laughs) talk about that. Yeah. I walked all the way down to Icarus. No one's looking. I can steal all the beer I want. Anyway, go on, Jason. You talk about your your stats and that. I don't think we we didn't hear your question, Augie. Oh, I'm sorry. So I was talking about how there's kind of two ways to approach variant brewing these days, which is give everything a new name, even when all you're doing is doubling the citra, or let there be a motif to build on so that, you know, one seems more neighborly and one seems more untappedy. But you seem to do that neighborly thing where you have a stout that you fuck with so your neighbors can be like, oh, this is how this goes. So I thought that was an interesting thing to discuss rather than a new name for a new beer every time you make one differently. Yeah. So like we have like two main series of like Imperial stouts. We've got our, you know, more old school Russian Imperial stout. That's a Kalashnikov. That has like various variants, you know, with as Kalashnikov, the AK-47, a few others. Uh, Then we have Making Whoopi, which is the pastry stout end of it. (laughs) <laughs> um, I didn't know about clever. that one. That's horrible. Good, but goddamn. Oh, and yeah, and every every single version of that is another, you know, stupid, funny. Do you collaborate uh, with Eric and Magnify every other week? Like, I feel like uh, I should on that. <laughs> um, but like, yes, yeah, so like that's what we mainly barrel age those two beers. But uh, Kalishnikov is like our OG, fourteen and a half percent Russian Imperial Stout. Um, always barrel aged or not hell. typically no we, we sometimes uh, do fresh, have, but we mainly right? do yeah we yeah we mainly do uh if it's fresh we do kalishna coffee it's that conditioned on coffee tastes to me like the best cold brew in the world that all of a sudden you know understand why you can't feel your legs <laughs> damn, um, it. So, damn it yeah at 14 and a half percent like it gets you where you need to be pretty fast yeah that's that's i mean for those of you at home, you'll know it's been a couple episodes since I said the word wine. But that's essentially a bottle of wine at 14 and a half. That's the sweet spot for American wine. So that's how drunk it gets you. Cabernet drunk. <laughs> yeah, except in 12-ounce cans. <laughs> so do you used to bottle it? Do you not? Or did you not? Am I, am I so we bottled the barrel-aged versions. Okay, I got you. I got you. Understood. Now, have you in your seven years of make because that you definitely opened with Kalishnikov, right? Like that was definitely an early one of you. Uh, I think that was like maybe like one year anniversary. Um, right. We probably released that. So, in the six years, have you debittered it, or do you stick to your Russian Imperial guns and fucking? Oh, it's still probably a hundred IBUs. Wow. Good for you. Yeah. Way to stand um, your ground. It's, it's dude. thick. It's it's thickened though. Like you know, if we're, you know, especially for barrels, like it's going into barrel nowadays at, you know, fifteen Play-Doh, uh, whereas wow. it used to go in it. You know, yeah, it's going in for two years, three years. Yeah. Did you, you change you yeast, in like or did you end your? So did you, did you change yeast, or did you just up your non-fermentables? Uh, we increase boil time. Like we don't do anything into barrels under four hours. Um, otherwise, just San Diego Super Pitch, you know, which is just California ale yeast on steroids. Yep. Um, you know, only chew so far, and then just it let it chew down with alcohol. It sounds like. Yeah, <laughs> we uh, like we, I think we actually did do one version like way back when, probably like year one, with uh, year Kolsch yeast. Uh, 
borrowed from uh, Jeremy at the time. Right on. How'd that yeah, go? Yeah, asked him. Up, had chewed down so much further than we ever expected. It was, uh, so it was still delicious. So my warning is wasted on you. But yeah, that it's a voracious fucking yeast, dude. It, yeah. It wants to eat everything you put near it. It's definitely a lot like a yeah. daddy. Yeah, I think we actually blended one version of that into barrels uh, mixed with a French Saison yeast. Oh, wow. So you took it all the way down phenomenal. to zero. Uh, even French Saison yeast still didn't take that down to zero. Wow. Um, but it was pretty damn low. That's amazing. That's awesome. If you still have a bottle of that, let's share it soon. I'll, I'll somehow figure out how to make it right. Um, so cool. Uh, we have run our 40 minutes, which is always regrettable. Is there anything you wanted to talk about? I didn't get to, I know we kind of touched on a lot of stuff, but the good news is I'm, I'm close enough with you. I, I can take for granted, but is there anything I, that the thieves shouldn't take for granted? They should, Oh, let's talk about your new place. We didn't really get there. And by the way, while we talk about your new place, let's definitely talk about the, artisan carpenter you've teamed up with because most of my Icarus news is coming from him talking about what he's doing in your tasting room and it's all so fucking cool so talk about yeah, the move so talk, about why a... the move, talk about how long the move has taken you talk about New Jersey and then talk about the carpentry beauty yeah so like uh, Icarus 2.0 has been in progress since 2021 now uh, just been a long process dealing with the state dealing with everything construction related um we've just outgrew our home in lakewood years ago i've been trying to figure it out since then so building out a grand place you know it's four times the size of our current space massive beer garden it's not just a parking lot like our current place all the things that we always dreamed of you know enough cold room space enough production space having our cannon line set in place having a tasting room big enough to host large events all the nice things so that's uh been going on we're hoping to be in there sometime like if everything goes perfectly which nothing in the world does uh (laughs) maybe early spring well that's so you still have a lot of time so now let's talk about what's going on inside have you been collecting all these old woods or did you just find a cool local dude who does this there's some neat shit going on in your bar yeah, so least, uh, we've got uh, one of my friends. Uh, wise. <laughs> yeah, we got my friend Jeff uh, runs Dovetail Designs. He, you know, he builds things that are entirely too nice for me. Uh, I'm sure he's probably designed half, you know, half the kitchens, bars, everything in Rumson. Like that's where he fits in with his designs. But he decided, you know, he's a regular in my taste room, friend of mine, want to help out. He's building our bar. It's, the design's looking beautiful. Uh, he got access to some. You know, hundred plus year old wood from uh, one of my friends who we had, I believe, an old Patterson warehouse where it was put into that building over a hundred years ago. So, and the wood was probably over a hundred years old at that point. So, it's got some age that's, on it uh, going into so the bar. Nice. Yeah, we're we're trying to just like it's you know like everything in this world, like it's just a bunch of people trying to put something cool together or just throwing ideas at it and hoping it all works neat well that's 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 where the beauty can be do you so i've actually told the story of the email we all got about so so among other collaborative things which we should have touched on is you've led a lot of the 
let's unfuck ourselves new jersey brewery collaborations um i did your first didn't get a chance to do your second before we were told not to write proceeds on the can do you have anything you want to vent about our stupid state on that or should we just let that be yeah so like we uh Tell them what you did. Tell them what you did because I thought it was really great. Like we all did Brew Jersey and then signed the bill, Phil, which was funny. So let me just let me just explain it. So Jason sent us a thing. Said let's do it again. Let's do it this way. And he did one of those cute like you know ABC commercial things. John, how does a bill become a bill thing? Yeah. And it just said sign the bill, Phil. And he just gave very broad guidelines. If we all do this, we'll be able to make some noise. And then action, Jason. Yeah. So then I got a. I get told by the state that, you know, I can't do what every brewery has been doing since the history of breweries, that breweries can't work with charities and all this good stuff, all because obviously we, we ruffled some feathers. Um, you know, so we continue doing exactly what we always do. We, we're still doing the charity, still writing this, you know, everything else. Uh, I'm of the belief that if the state feels that what we're doing is wrong, do something about it, uh, you know. We are, we're doing what in our mind is right and helping people, helping change laws, helping different charities. Uh, so yeah, so we did sign the bill, Phil, um, which we, I think, pushed him, I think, a little harder. Uh, I don't know if you saw, we uh, actually got some cans of it delivered to his house uh, for oh, a wow. uh, radio his interview. His house by me? Yeah. His house Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, we wow, got reached out to you by uh, someone from, I think, WNYC for a... You know, ask the governor some questions, you know, uh, right. he does that every Wednesday night, right? Like WOAC yep. Yep. has, so the person, for some reason, yes. W New York city has the Jersey governor on every Wednesday night. So the host of that reached out to us about having, you know, want to ask questions about, you know, why he has a ton of law, but we can get the beer to you. However, we're not dropping off at your house at his house. Like the last thing we need is an Icarus van pulling up to the side of Phil Murphy's house. Yeah. We'd have the state police swarming the state up. State police is not going to take care of that. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, we would, without a doubt, my mind to tear the thing apart. Um. So we we met at a third party location, dropped cans off, uh, and then you know she sort of ambushed him during the interview with a, you know, pouring the beer and asking, "Hey, so why haven't you signed the bill?" And got uh, a nice sound bite out of it of you know, of Bill Murphy saying, you know, "Oh, Icarus Brewing, they make good stuff." And then he avoided the question the entire rest of the interview. So, of course, uh, it's a huge, uh. complicated subject changing brewery laws in the state. I wish I knew better, but at the same time, I, I make beer. I am not a politician. Yep. I'm just hoping make- for the best and hoping, you know, these things change. And you make tasty beer. So, thanks for that. Well, I'll leave it there. And I hope all of you have taken what was a great episode of Total Enthusiasm and watched New Jersey's laws gut punch two brewers again and land us on our fucking heels trying to figure out how to get it. But uh, I appreciate you coming on, Jason. I can't wait to come upstairs, sit down with you in a few years. Um, so Mere tell seconds them for, from now. Near, literally 20 steps. Um, 20 up steps. So I'll, get some, I'll, get, I'll really get my steps in that way. Um, I so, onto the roof by now. I could be gone. <laughs> that's true. You might have <laughs> snuck out the front. What if, you're, what if you're in the feather car driving south of the park? Right? I'm like, Jason, come back. <laughs> um, what about uh? So tell them, tell them where to go to the current industrial park, the Lux Brewery, and we'll talk about your new brewery when it opens next spring. 
Yeah, so we're in uh, Lakewood Industrial Parks, uh, 1790 Swarthmore Avenue uh, in Lakewood. It's like three blocks off the parkway exit, coming from the south or north. Um, real easy, real accessible. Um, also, we sell beer across the entire state. Check your local liquor store, check your local bar or restaurant. Decent chance we're there. And if not, ask them why not. Awesome. Yeah, do that. That's a good one. If you don't see a Kristen Carton, be like, the fuck, people? Greatness. Anyway, uh, Cass, tell them how to give us money so that we can keep having people to the brewery to co-brew and talk about Imperial Russian stouts. Yes, uh, this episode's brought to you by you, the Patreons. Uh, you know, thank you all for for what you do and and kicking us what you can. It, it goes a long way. Uh, if you'd like to uh, donate to us, that is Patreon.com/slash Steal This Beer. See what we're drinking on Untapped. Steal This Beer. Follow us on all the social medias at Steal This Beer. Uh, and if you would like to write us love letters or some hate mail, that is Steal This Beer Podcast at Gmail.com. All right, y'all. Thank you. Get at us. Here's. Some-